Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Donald, the most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. I'm Steve Cypress, here with my co-host, Everett Farnell. Welcome to another edition of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, the most awesome, huge, exciting, uh, believe me, podcast on the internet. We are going to make podcasting safe again. We're going to make podcasting whatever else great again. And this is Steve Cypress along with my co-host, the one and only incredible guy. Just kidding, I got to tell you, believe me, he's an incredible guy, Everett Farnell. Steve, we're going to grab the podcasting world by the, maybe I shouldn't say that. Oh, <laughs> yes, because when we're famous, they let you do it. <laughs> they let you do it. They're happy. They want it to happen. That we're going to reach through the device that our listeners are listening on, and we're going to grab them by the crotch yes. because we're famous, and they let us do it. And they want us to do it. They're looking for it. And, but here's what happens. If we, even if we say that, no one's ever going to listen to the podcast again. All the media is going to say, that's it. Your podcasting days are over. No one's going to listen. And then, lo and behold, a month later, what the heck happened? Well, we're what happened? Here. Yeah, we're still here, and not only are we still here, but it's looking like, uh, all joking aside, all the latest polls are looking like Trump is going to win. Um, well, and as we record this, so we don't know when you're listening, but we're recording this it's, uh, like less than a week before Election Day, so this will be the last episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast before the election. Don't worry, we're not going anywhere. There are plenty more lessons to learn from Donald Trump even after the election, or maybe especially after the election, so we'll be back. But this is the last time we're talking to you before the vote takes place. You might be listening after. However, at this point, at least you got to say he's shot, and that's the topic. This week's topic for the podcast is way back, and we discussed it on earlier episodes of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. I believe that like any good business owner or entrepreneur does, we're always testing something out. Hey, give it a shot. I'll test that out. If it doesn't work, I'll stop doing it. If it doesn't work, I'll keep doing it. You know, whether it's uh, new Coke. Hey, new Coke. You know, let's try it out. Ooh, didn't work. No Ooh, more yeah. new Coke. Go back to the old yeah. Coke. Like, we'll try something out. If it doesn't work, we'll go back. I believe that's the attitude. Donald Trump threw his hat and said, you know, this would be cool. Let's go for it. Who knows? But, you know, come on now. I'm up against 16 or 15 real politicians. And the media is going to be against and Who knows what's going to happen? You know, but it's okay. Life will go on. And so maybe he didn't really. But then as over time, things started happening. And, and every few months, it was like, that's it. It's done now. He insulted McCain. It's over. He insulted such and such. It's over. This came out. It's over. He didn't pay income taxes. It's over. He, uh, you know, has a access Hollywood tape. It's over. Like, but here he is, still here. And at this point, I just believe that no matter how he felt when it started or how he felt even a month ago or how he felt whatever, I'd have to believe, and especially someone with an ego as big as Donald Trump, you are this close to having the number one position of power in the world. Man, can you taste it and do you want it? Am well, I way off base? I think you're exactly on base. And as you know, when he first started, I absolutely believed that he was doing it just for the publicity. I, I didn't think he was interested at all 
and being president of the United States and didn't think he had a chance to win it. However, once he started picking up steam and picking up momentum, he decided, I am sure, that, hey, maybe I can give this a shot. Because, look, his, he made the best possible bet he could make. What's the downside? What He gets an immense amount of news coverage. He's made his whole career about being in the news and being in front of, you know, being in the media. So he gets an immense well, amount of media coverage. Because that's actually a, a big topic these days going around. The downside is, one of which is, of all the media coverage he got, 90% is negative. Now, that's still 10% is enough to make him a lot and of he, money. But he on the other hand, another negative. thing he lost, his brands are suffering. His current brands are suffering. He has elite, affluent hotels, golf resorts, properties, and a lot of the elites that went to those restaurants and clubs and bought condos in those buildings no longer want to be associated with the Trump but, name. But you know, why Trump, you know why Trump never went public? Because he's not interested in what's happened in this quarter. He's too smart for that. So he understands that he's looking over the long term. So now at this point, now remember, at this point, I'm talking about his thought process getting into the getting into the election. What's the downside if he gets into the election against 15 other Republicans and he has the dropout because it's obvious he's not going to win? What's the downside? There's no downside for him. He gets a little political well, stroke okay, because I, I he gets you're, to endorse somebody. Yeah, again, but I'm going to repeat my statement that there is a huge downside because his brands have suffered. Well, I'm so, going to get to that, though. I'm going to get to that from oh. Just give me a second to, to, to walk our... To All right, but that's the through. downside. Okay, you say so, what's the downside. That's the answer. Going into the Republican primary, he had to make a decision. The upside is he becomes the Republican nominee. The downside is that he loses but still gets huge amounts of media coverage. Well, I, I mean, it's like a no-lose situation. So then he became the, the, the Republican nominee. Well, at that point now, you know, he's, he's convinced that he has a chance of winning, rightfully so, too, because it's looking like that actually might happen. But now at this point, you say, well, what's, what's the downside? Well, his, his brand's suffering. His brand will suffer a little bit in the short term. But even if he loses, he st- you don't think he's going to cozy up to the people in power? You don't think he's going to cozy back up? I, I mean, this is a guy who pisses people off for a living and, you know, and, and, and gets media attention by pissing people off. He got tons of negative coverage call it, with his arguments about right, well, Rosio now, now you're winning me back. Now I'm, I'm back with you here. But I think now, because we agree, his brands in the short term are suffering. The downside is his brands are suffering. The upside is he's Trump. And one right. of his guiding principles is life is always maximize your options. And you're right. All politicians do this. You're seeing it now with the this, uh, oh, the Republicans are coming back home stuff. Like Bernie all Sanders the ones and- that said, I would never talk to him. I would never look at him. I'll never vote for him, whatever. A lot of those are coming back, and you're right. Yeah. When the, and then they ask him, they go, how can you? I thought he was the lowest form of pond scum, and you hate him. And you're, hey, it's politics. Politics a rough and tumble game. Things are said. When it's all over, we shake hands and blah, blah, blah. Life goes on. Right. So yeah, I'll miss you there. His brands have been suffering for months, but I'm with you. When the dust clears, win or lose from the election, he, he says, hey, it was, a, it was a campaign. It was a bloody fight. That's what happens. We said some things, but you know what? Let's get going here. And not only is his, his luxury brand going to bounce back, but he has this huge swell of yes. blue collar following now. The average man yes. can start all kinds of new brands. Trump trucks, right? So now instead of uh, Freightline, you can buy a Trump, a Trump semi or something. <laughs> 
can all kinds well, of things. Well, he can have a Trump set of tools. He yes, can have absolutely. Trump tools. He can have Trump trucks. He can have all kinds of Trump stuff for working men. Made, made in USA, not by Mexicans. Made in the USA. <laughs> real solid stuff that gets the job done. It's not all talk. It gets the job done and so forth. Continuing this podcast, which will do part of me, looks forward to all the topics and all the fun things we're going to do if he loses. And part of me looks for all the fun stuff and all the craziness that's going to happen if he wins. So either way, there are going to be tremendous more lessons to be learned. So now I have to ask Everett, how does this relate? How is this a lesson learned for our listeners, for business owners? Well, I think the, the lesson is to take calculated risk, but to take real risk. You know, I mean, too many business owners talk about taking risk, but they don't really they don't really risk anything. Now, you don't want to just gamble. Like I said, when he decided to get into the primary, it was a decision that the upside is great, the downside is good. But you want to make those kind of decisions to get involved in something where your choices are win, it's great, and lose, it's good. But you have to you have to be willing to take some risk. You have to be willing to get outside of your comfort zone. Um, you well, I agree. Willing. So take some risk, get outside the comfort zone. And the other one I mentioned earlier, one of Trump's guiding principles, maximize your options. Right. So when you want to do something new, you don't just drop the old. You start doing two things at once. You add something in. If you're Coca-Cola and you want to add in cherry Coke, you don't discontinue regular Coke. You don't take that kind of a risk. So right. if you're out there and you're a heating and air guy, you say, I want to add in generators. I want to start selling generators. That will give me some money in my off season and that's an extra source of income. You don't say, I'm going to stop doing installations of heating and air units and switch totally to generators. That's not what we're saying. No, we're that's saying not you, what we're saying. You, take the, the, you maximize your options. You throw your hat in the ring and you really go for it with generators, but if it doesn't work, no problem. You learn some lessons. Maybe you can you learn there's something else you could add that'll work instead. But at least you go back to having your successful heating and air. And that translates to anything. Right. Now think about that. Think about the, the example you just gave. I'm doing air conditioning. I want to do generators too. The worst case scenario is that you try to do generators and you sell a few generators, but it really doesn't pan out. Not so bad, right? As a matter of fact, maybe even good. Maybe you make a little money over the next three months, over the next calendar quarter that you, uh, you know, you decide that you're going to commit a, a calendar quarter or six months to doing this. So maybe you make a little money. That's good. Uh, the other option is maybe it takes off and equals or surpasses your air conditioning business, which now, okay, that's great. So the, the worst case scenario, if you really do it, is that you make a little bit of money and you decide it's not worth the time and effort. And the best case scenario is it takes off and becomes a huge part of your business or maybe even branches off to another business and I have two businesses. That's um, right, because now you have a decision to make. You can sell off one or two parts of the business. You can stop doing one, do only the other. I mean, that's the kind of the Trump decision if he does win. And I don't know realistically how it would happen, but he would stop, at least temporarily, for four years, he would stop running his real estate. He's already said he's already stopped it for a year and mm -hmm. let his kids do it. However, very famously, he's made at least two stops to grand opening of a golf course and a building. So he said well, he's not having anything to do with it, but he does. But for four years, mm -hmm. he would like really not have anything to do with it. But then he would also, man, come on now. He would have to be examined every two seconds for every favorable deal he would give towards anything he's connected to in his wide-ranging business. Tough thing to do. But a business person, likely that our listeners out there don't have as complex a business empire. You're not all multi-billionaires whose business Bands around the globe, so much easier for you. Well, not to all say, of them. Hey, you know what? I wasn't doing commercial before. I'm going to start doing commercial, 
you do commercial also, and then you find, you know what, I'm going to just not do residential anymore after a point. That kind of much simpler decision to be made. Sure. You mentioned that, that not all of our listeners are billionaires, and indeed not all of them are. But I may have heard a rumor online that there's a certain solar millionaire who tunes in now and again. I'm sure you were just saying something, but you lost. Me. Oh, I, I was just kidding around. I said, I, I, I said, you said that not all of our listeners are billionaires. And I said, indeed, but I have heard a rumor that there is a certain solar energy billionaire who tunes in now and again. Um, I may have heard a rumor, perhaps, that there's a certain solar energy billionaire who tunes in now and again. But I was just making a joke. It was a, don't worry about it. Nothing I won't. I mean, now you've said it twice. I heard it clearly twice. I just don't understand who you're talking about, and you're I really saying that... <laughs> nothing, just cut it, it are you really? Are you really suggesting this? You've heard no. that there's some billionaire solar panel, something or other energy guy that listens to the lessons learned from Donald Trump podcast? No, I'm not suggesting that. I was just making oh, a joke. Totally lost I am? Whoosh! Went way over my head. <laughs> Hopefully my listeners get it. Our listeners yeah. get it, but I am lost. Anyway, I, but I don't blame them. And I know recently I looked at our tracking numbers and we went over 10,000 downloads. So that? that was nice to see. Yeah. Uh, so somebody's cool. listening. And hopefully out of those people, I don't know how many are, you know, individual or somebody, you know, listen to multiple episodes or whatever it is. But uh, hopefully people are putting to use suggestions we're giving. Some of them are actual strategies and tactics. And some, like we've discussed on this one, are pretty much a mindset thing. Sure. But I High hope level that stuff. over the time that Donald Trump has run his campaign, win or lose, again, this is the last episode in the campaign phase of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. I hope we've helped a lot of people out there, and I know we have the ones that have reached out and gone to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com and gotten in touch with us, because I have gotten the calls, and we have helped people out, and you can go there, and we'll help you. But we are about to enter the next phase of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, which will either be he's going back into simply, well, it's not simple, again, being an entrepreneur into private life, or he's heading into actually, officially, it's hard to even imagine, public office for Donald Trump. What the heck? Who knows what's going to happen? I am with you that I believe that there is this Brexit type of untapped, unpolled, you don't know what the heck's going on. Second of all, you've got, a, like, seems like half a dozen new crimes, uh, evidence hits the Clinton campaign every day now. And uh, people that were all on the fence, which I think are like 80% of people in the first place that were going to vote for Hillary, some of them are really like, am I really going to do this now? Like, who, what the heck? Craziness could be happening in a few days. Who knows? Either way, one way or the other, we'll be back again next week with another episode. Anything to wrap it up? Ever? No, I think you did a beautiful job. I did. I don't even know what I'll I was doing, but I will say. Wrap it up. I think you. Yeah, I think. You I think we have made through the through the campaign phase of the podcasting great again. I think we are. I think we've had the absolute greatest, most fantastic on the internet. I don't even think this is a podcast, Everett. It's not just a podcast. I think this is a movement. A movement. Absolutely, I agree with you. That's what we have here. We don't have just a podcast. We have a movement. And uh, um, believe me, listeners, we're not just going to stop just because the campaign is ending and the election is happening. We're going to continue the movement. So with that being said, thanks for listening through the campaign. Thanks for listening on today's episode. And we will be back again, same time, same place next week with another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump Podcast. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure you go listen to the rest of the episodes by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. And join us next time. Unless you like being a loser. Some people do, I guess.